0: Welcome to the Relaunch Your Career podcast. I'm your host, Leah Lambert, career and interview coach and founder of Relaunch Me, where we help you find the work that you were meant to do. Today, I have asked Kaylee Chu to join me on the podcast to tell you how her life has changed since setting herself a crazy goal to have 100 lunches with 100 strangers, as career coaches, we encourage our clients all the time to approach people directly in order to get the information that they need to make informed career decisions. And from speaking with our clients, I appreciate that you know this isn't an easy feat, uh, which is exactly why I wanted to get Kaylee on the show to share her tips for reaching out to strangers and getting over that fear of rejection. Kaylee, thanks for joining me on the show. Hi Leah, thank you for having me today. Kayleigh, can we start right back at the beginning? Are you able to tell us why you first set yourself this goal to have 100 lunches with 100 strangers?
1: Um, that's an embarrassing story. Yes, I can. I'm more than happy to share. I wasn't born here. I'm. I was an immigrant, so I finished high school in Hong Kong, and then I came here for uni. I've been here for 30 years now but for the first 12 years or so i was living in my little bubble so um i hang out with friends from hong kong immigrants from hong kong um i have hong kong food i watch hong kong tv like it's almost like i'm live in hong kong australia if there's such a thing which is <laughs> nothing wrong i think lots of immigrants live like that but to an extent that it started to affect my life because I realized that I was extremely self-conscious and not confident in particular, if I'm talking to anyone that's non-Asian background, I just couldn't, I literally cannot speak to them. And I remember one day I was in a meeting room at my new job. Um, I wanted to impress my boss because that was my first client meeting but unfortunately, when the client asked me a question, I couldn't answer, not because I couldn't, I didn't know the answer, but I just ha- didn't have the confidence to talk to people, which sounds completely ridiculous, you no, know, knowing that I've been in Australia for like 12 years at that time. But that's what happened. Didn't say I worked for two hours and that was the day that I decided I had to do something. I couldn't live my life like that anymore. I wanted to... You know, be able to talk to people. That's all I was thinking. That's why I started the journey for having hundred lunches with strangers so that I can talk to people.
0: (laughs) And what a what a great journey it has been for you. And I I believe that this meeting, where at the time you were working in financial planning, which is effectively, you know, it's it does have a strong sales focus. So I guess it's particularly important that you're able to converse and build rapport with lots of different people. Is that correct? Yes, um, so I had
1: three jobs in my life. For the first two, they mainly focus in Asian markets. so I had no issue talking to people like like similar background as me. Um, and then when I got my third job, they thought that I've got very similar skill sets, but mainly marketing, like marketing and doing emails and planning for events and things like that, which I thought I would be okay. but then when I got to the new job, I realized that I need to talk to people <laughs> and that's when the trouble becomes. <laughs>
0: yeah okay so you decided that you would set yourself this goal was there a particular strategy involved when it came to actually selecting the people that you would like to invite to lunch
1: um when I first started the journey I literally have lunch with anyone who's willing to have lunch with me because people didn't know what I was doing they thought I might be like network marketer or selling them timeshare or something I don't know um, I got so many rejections. I'd say maybe 10% people say yes and majority of people, majority of people either ignore me or say no. So I really anyone who say yes, I go and have lunch with them because in my mind, I just want to have lunch with someone different, different background, different industries, you know, something different that I can learn from. But slowly I became a little bit more fussy <laughs> when I started. I start to build up my profile, people looked at my LinkedIn profile and know what I was doing. Um, and know, oh, that's actually a genuine thing. Um (laughs) so more people saying yes, then I start to reach out to people who are more interesting, like people who's got some award or who's done something that I would want to learn. For example, the four times memory champion who I'm learning memory techniques from, which was really, really cool. Um and then also sometimes I just got curious, oh, how does graphic designer work? How do they, you know, get, draw something from nothing? So I invite graphic designers to have lunch. Um, or other time, um, I remember I wanted to sign up for a course that cost um, $3,000. So I just go on LinkedIn and search who's done that course before and I can talk to them and get some real-life testimonial for those courses. So it, it, I don't know. It's just whatever got to my mind, really. <laughs>
0: It's interesting because I mean it sounds like you were definitely using LinkedIn as your main research tool and a, and a, as a platform to connect with people and some of the things that you're describing are the activities that we suggest to our clients every day so if you're interested in graphic design get onto LinkedIn and look for a graphic designer if you're thinking of signing up for a course Exactly. Contact someone who's done that course and ask for a testimonial. So interesting that you are also doing that as well as inviting people out for lunch. Can you take me back to the time just before you invited the first person to lunch? Can you describe how you were feeling?
1: Oh, absolutely terrifying. (laughs) Um. Like I was shy. I didn't know what to do. And on top of that, that sounds a little bit crazy and off track maybe. Um, I met my husband when I was 13 years old. We started dating when I was 14. So I haven't even literally met a stranger in my life. Like not even like a dating or anything like that. So that to me was extremely scary. Um, yeah. I didn't know why I started that. But I had no regrets. I love it. So <laughs> highly recommend it to everyone. Yes.
0: So I'm interested. So that feeling before you sent that first email, that fear, what do you think you were fearful of? Um I just scared of
1: talking to people, really. <laughs> like I'm not scared of rejections, to be honest. Being in a sales role, I am used to rejections, but more like what am I going to talk about when I meet them? And I have nothing interesting to share and my English is not great. I still make plenty of grammatical mistakes. Will people judge me? And, you know, I and I purposely invite people very different to me in every aspect, like different age group, different experience, different cultural background, like people very different to me. I wonder how it would go. Um. Yeah, so... <laughs>
0: So it sounds like when you were sending out those emails at the beginning, you were actually more fearful that they would say yes than, than the fact that they might actually say no and reject you. Maybe. But at that
1: very moment, I was really determined because I remember the conversation I had with my boss at that time. He said, "Kaylee, you got to do something. And I just finished my second return to leave. i don't more than you know it's embarrassing if you can't even pass a probation and what am I going to do like go back to my I couldn't go back to my previous job and I just thought I had to do something you know and then I just sent out like 30 invitations on that day <laughs> um yeah
0: so you, I think you said that you started your success rate at the beginning was around about 10 percent yep did you ever think about scaling back the invitation from lunch to say a coffee or even just a chat over the phone or were you or did you always stick to your guns of trying to reach the goal of 100 lunches
1: I really really love lunches I am a big fan of lunch I think lunch is something intimate and cannot be replaced by coffee like coffee is like in and out 20 minutes you tell me what you're doing I tell you what I'm doing and then that's it as some synergies and collaborate and after you know lunch coffee meetings most likely a few months later you don't even remember that person um you know who you had coffee with uh but lunch is very different it's like breaking the bread and talking about personal stories and really trying to know that person in a personal level instead of just the job title and what do you do for work and after that hour conversation, even if you don't talk for a few months, you still remember that person if you bump into him or her on the street and you still remember the conversation that we had. So I think it's very, very different. If you want to build a meaningful, deeper connection with someone, um, lunch is the way to go, I, I think. Um, and more interestingly, because we're going to have lunch anyway. You don't have to have a coffee meeting, but we're going to have lunch, so why not utilise the lunch time? And lunch is such an interesting thing because if you have a terrible lunch, which rarely, rarely, rarely happens, you can go in and have lunch and leave in 30 minutes. But if you have a great conversation that you just don't want to finish, you can have another dessert, you can have a coffee, you can have another drink. And I remember my longest lunch was three and a half hours long. So, so
0: yeah. That is a long lunch. So can you tell us about some of the more memorable lunches that you've had over this time?
1: There are so many of them that I really, really like. Um, I'd say majority of my lunch guests became my friends. Um, We connected, you know, on social media. We still talk from time to time and um, you know, we become we've really become friends um, and so many opportunities that come out because of that. But if I had to pick one memorable, memorable one, it um, would be one that's very um, unexpected. I had lunch with a CEO, not CEO, like a chairman of a listed company. So he is very, very successful, obviously. And when I went to that lunch, I took my notepad with me. And I was hoping I'm going to get lots of advice from him about, you know, career or business or something, you know. (laughs) Um, But turns out that when we sat down, he looks a little bit upset and I go, oh, what happened? Like, are you okay? And turns out that he had a huge fight with his girlfriend the the day before. So instead of me asking him for business advice, he was asking me for relationship advice. he go, yeah, girl, tell me what you think. And it was really interesting because he literally took notes from what I said, <laughs> so he took, he was taking notes instead of me, and they got back together and he even invited me to their wedding, which was really really nice and that's like one of the most unexpected experience for me. so who knows that I can teach a CEO of big company something
0: <laughs> That's a great story. Were there any memorable lunches perhaps for not so good reasons or any that didn't go so well?
1: I feel like Because I have no expectation when I go into those lunches. So when you have no expectation, you don't disappoint. (laughs) You just go in with an open mind and see what conversation comes up and just listen to their story and try to reflect on your life and see what you get out of each person and you know what you learn from that. Um I think if I have to pick the ones that I feel bad after the lunch has nothing to do with the lunch guest, like they have done nothing wrong themselves but they just ask me questions that make me feel bad for my personal life like they ask me simple questions like um what are your goals what are you trying to do what are your hobbies what do you do for fun and those were the moments that I realized how boring my life was I had no goals no ambition no you know nothing that I was trying to do living my life in an autopilot and I don't even do things for fun like I had no hobbies that I can show off so that's when I realized that, you know, I really have to do more because we only live once. So make every day count, do something meaningful, help some people and make more meaningful connections. And yeah.
0: (laughs) So since that time, it sounds like you now have lots of things to talk about. Can you tell us how how this experience has changed your life for the better and some of the things that you've been getting up to in the, in the past 12 months?
1: Oh, so many. Where do I start? Um, just like those questions that I mentioned earlier when people ask me, what do you do for fun? And I was embarrassing to admit that I do nothing for fun. <laughs> I mean, I do play Candy Crush, but that doesn't count. But um, <laughs> So I picked up new hobbies and I even went to do a, an adult swimming class, which is kind of embarrassing because you're learning swimming at a beginner class next to a whole bunch of young kids, but I'm glad that I did that because now I can do water sports, you know. That's how boring my life was. Couldn't even swim. (laughs) And then I do lots of things I haven't done before, like, for example, marathon. I didn't run the full marathon, but at least I tried um, to do the shorter ones so that I've got experience and I know how it feels like. I even did, like, mud runs. I did stand-up comedy um, (laughs) just to take the, you know, bucket list and skydiving and things like that. So my life becomes a lot more interesting. So I become someone with stories to share with someone and I make better connections with people. And because of those stories to share, my communication skills got better. The relationship between me and my husband or me and my family got better. Um, and because seeing how other people live their life, I start to find the purpose of my life, have you know goals in my life, what I want to achieve um so i feel like my life becomes a lot more meaningful and lots of opportunities come um when i have those lunches so when i first started the lunches i had so many job offers that i didn't expect to receive them because i wasn't looking for a job but it just happens naturally when two people connect and go hey are you if you're looking for roles looking for a change i'm here we're always looking for someone um and then after that i have other opportunities for example Because I was so shy, I never thought that I would be able to speak in front of a few people. But um, since I started the journey, I actually quit my job last year and and I did lots of public speaking. I became a corporate speaker.
0: I think I saw earlier this year, was it earlier this year that you did a TEDx talk in Melbourne as well?
1: Yes, February this year. That was an amazing experience that I loved so much. Yes, I did. (laughs)
0: And I watched it on YouTube and you did a fantastic job as well. Oh, thank you. And tell us about your book. You're also an author now.
1: Yes, I did. I wrote a book. Again, that was completely unexpected because as an immigrant, English, not even my first language, I've never thought I would write a book in English. And I hated writing when I was little. So, <laughs> um, But then how I wrote got the book because after the 100 lunches, I'm, since I met most of my lunch guests through LinkedIn, I thought I'm going to publish a LinkedIn article mainly to thank all the lunch guests to be part of my journey and share a few learnings. Um, this is what I learned. Um, this is what happened to me. But the first draft that I got when I was typing um, was 3,000 words. <laughs> and I thought that's way too long for an article. Maybe I'll turn it to an ebook because I've got so much more that I would want to share with people. And before I knew it, um, in I think less than a month, I wrote an entire book because there is just so much that I want to share with people and how my life changed completely and all the lessons that I've learned that I want to share with others.
0: Yeah. Kaylee, what would you say you have learned most about yourself since you first embarked on this challenge? I
1: think the number one thing I learned about myself is that I have underestimated my potential in my entire life. And that's what I see in most people. We have a lot of limiting belief. I'm an immigrant. That's why there's a glass ceiling. I can only work to a certain level and I won't go you know, further than that. And I can't do this. I can't do that. And those are just in our head there's no one tell us that because you're an immigrant you can't be a senior manager you know that doesn't work like that and yeah just remove those limiting beliefs and do a lot more cool things <laughs> um, yeah and I just started my entrepreneur journey having my own startup because I'm really passionate in spreading the message of going out to meet more strangers that can change your life and we don't know how it's going to go. It might be really successful, it might fail, but at least I feel like I'm really using the every brain cell that I've got that I want to make this happen and the feeling of doing the best that I can, utilising the best potential that I've got, um, that that's just such a great feeling.
0: <laughs> you achieved the 100 lunch goal quite a long time ago now. How long did it take you to achieve that and how? What number of lunch are you
1: up to now? I started my first lunch in mid-January 2018. I remember my 100th lunch was the 1st of December. So about 10 and a half months I did my 100 lunches, but I haven't stopped since because it was such an amazing journey. And, like, even though I'm not shy anymore, there is just so much that I can learn from strangers. For example, I mentioned about the entrepreneur journey three months ago I've got that idea that I want to do a tech startup I want to help more people but I had no idea where to start because I studied commerce my whole entire life was about financial planning I have no clue about technology and I just reached out to a few of my lunch guests that I had and they have done successful you know technology startups so I went back to them had a few conversations with them and they just put me to the right track and saved me hundreds of hours of frustrations and know where to start, what books to read, what do I need to do, what's the next step, you know. So how many lunches I've got? Um, I'm now uh, I think 250-something. I didn't count. But, yeah, I haven't stopped having lunch. I mean, I stopped during COVID. That's why I moved to the online virtual lunches for a while. But, yeah, it's such a great experience.
0: So you must really be the go-to person for all your friends who want a lunch recommendation <laughs> in Melbourne so if you and I were going to go out for lunch, which I would love to do at some stage, where would you recommend? What are your favourite lunch places in Melbourne? Uh,
1: to be honest, I'm biased and I don't know <laughs> because I used to work in Southbank, so I usually go along the river, the Southbank Roof. They've got all the lunch special, $20 with a glass of wine and have, you know, 10 options to choose from, which is Great because people, you know, have options and they love it. So those would be my recommendation. And sometimes I go to the city, but, yeah, <laughs> I really like them. Maybe, yeah,
0: there's let's always, catch up for lunch. So, yeah, we have to do that. We're going to put that in the diary before, after <laughs> we finish this interview. Finally, before we finish, Kaylee, for other people who, are you know, would love to reach out to strangers and organise information interviews or, or conversations with people to get information what would be your advice to people who are a little bit nervous about contacting strangers
1: um what advice i think just do it <laughs> like i i'm feel very i feel very comfortable with linkedin because you can stop people a little bit before you send out the invitation so I'm, I'm okay with that. And at the moment, we've got the 100 lunches group on LinkedIn with people who are open to have lunch with strangers, are so open for a conversation, who knows, you know, the concepts concept behind, so they're unlikely to reject you if that you're really, really shy and scared of rejections. Feel free to join the group and invite people there. But otherwise, just go for it because what's the worst thing that could happen? They say no and you move on to someone else. So, yeah, think about what's the best thing that could happen which is a life-changing because you never know when's your next life-changing connections to be made. And I've got so many people that changed my life for better, like so many of them that changed my life literally. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, look, you have it is a fantastic story, and I really hope that you in you know you I'm sure you've already inspired so many people to go out and push themselves out of their comfort zone and try and meet new people. How can people find you if they're looking for more information about what you do?
1: Um, you can come to my website, com, or I'm on all social media, not all most of them, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, facebook instagrams youtube i've got a youtube channel so just search my name or search 100 lunches you'll be able to find me or just search 100 lunches on LinkedIn because i think i'm i'm going to focus a little bit more time in building that group and you know have the, because i really want a platform for people to feel safe and meet each other instead of because for me one of my biggest challenge was to explain to people what i was trying to do hey i'm, I'm really not trying to sell you anything i just want to you know, learn from you or hear your story but people don't really understand and it takes a long time to, um, you know, make a connection, explain what you're doing and set up a lunch. So I want to shorten that and make it as easy as possible for people. So yeah, come and join our group and I'll reach out to me. I'm more than happy to chat to anyone. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh look you're very generous Kaylee, and look congratulations on everything you have achieved I just loved your story ever since I first heard about you and I think uh, you're a, just a real real inspiration to people who perhaps are a little bit more introverted and and are nervous about reaching out to people they don't know so well done and best of luck <laughs> for all the your endeavors for the rest oh. of this year.
1: Thank you so much. Oh, I forgot one last thing. Um, if you don't know where to start, in my website, you can actually download a 300 Lunches Starter Pack, which I put together the step-by-step, what you need to do before your lunch, during the lunch, after the lunch, um, a 15-step process, how to make, you know, the best out of each lunch, and some tips that I've got and a template that you can use to invite strangers out for lunch. So hopefully that will be useful for anyone who's listening and want to start this journey.
0: That sounds extremely useful. I think I'll go and download one myself. Thanks for joining me, Kayleigh. And uh, we'll look forward to following what you get up to uh, with lots of interest. (laughs) Thank you so much and have a great day, everyone. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Relaunch Your Career. If you did, please subscribe, share with your friends, leave a review or connect with us on social media at Relaunch Me Career Consulting. If you have any questions about the episode or the work that we do, then contact us via the website relaunchme.com.au. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.